Hello, everyone, and welcome to Griplock Foundation Disc Golf Weekly Podcast. I'm Hunter, joined as always by Trevor. And uh, we got this is actually a pretty eventful week considering it's the off season. Listen, the off season, the off season is always eventful. As the sport grows, more things are going to happen in the off season, which is great. I love the off season. Exciting stuff. I like this. The stuff that happens in the off season is actually a lot of the more interesting stuff. Well, I mean, we just got disc golf tournaments. More interesting news lines. Yeah. Well, this isn't really a big news line. It's just something we forgot that was going to happen, and now it's happening. I knew. Which is, I forgot about it completely until I saw it on Twitter. The Disc Golf Pro Tour launches their voting for the off season awards, so fan and media votes will contribute to awarding of all stars and. The inaugural Disc Golf Player of the Year, the Ken Climo MPO Player of the Year, and the Elaine King FPO like Player of the I Year. Like, I like naming awards after things. They should also start naming like trophies, certain names. Like they, yeah. It doesn't have to be after somebody, but like the Ken Climo's name should be on the world's trophy. Disagree. Debate. No, go. I, no, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I you don't even have to name it like after a player. Like. They, 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 there's like, um, like obviously the green jacket is like an, an but that's like, like that's after the green lantern. But there's like, there's like, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, uh, the, if you win the British Open in golf, it's like the claret jug or something. Like they just have cool names for trophies. And then when you win it, it feels a little more like the Lombardi trophy. That one's named after somebody. Like it, it just adds prestige. Yeah. I don't know. It's cool. No, let's, I agree. let's name more things. Good job, Pro Tour. Name the things. Name the things. I, I forgot that they were doing like the, they have like the better, system this year for the voting where they're like they're, the the fan vote is like a percentage yeah i don't know their way i don't know and it's I, not in this article as to like how much the I fan vote weighs have in. not been able to find that okay pro tour it is so hard to find old articles that you release and i i remember that there was a article explaining it all and i want to say the fan vote was like 25 percent weighed in the player of the year thing the all-star thing there's literally just fan vote spots and I think it all comes the down to Pro the Pro Tour put out, it was early in the year, they put it out this like long, so long ago. thing about, but it wasn't tied to what you would expect. No. It was like... I want to say it was after, right after the All-Star Weekend. It was. Because they like announced next year's All-Star Weekend. I have, I've looked at the, for this thing. I'm going to find it. Okay. It doesn't exist. It exists. I know it exists. It's just, I just, I found it's it before. Lost, oh my gosh. It's lost in the Matrix now. Not going to find it. I'm going to find it. Well, no, because if you go far enough, like... There's a, um, it's just, I remember it being titled something that I was like, no wonder I could never find it. I just like started clicking on everything. I think that was in. Okay. Where is the all-star? I think it was in an article about all-star changes for the next year. DGPT update. It should be in 2021, right? I'm in 2020. Yeah. yeah I'm telling you. It is tough to figure it out. Okay. I think I okay. 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 Ago. All-star weekend round one, all-star weekend years. information and preview. And that's not going to have it. It would be after it. Yeah, I know, but now we're already to Waco. Yeah, I told you it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Maybe it's is it Ulti World did it? Okay, nope. it doesn't matter. It's a Pro Tour article. I know, but I, <clears throat> yeah, this is very irritating. And they always link to it from their Instagram too. But you like you can't go that you far back. You can't because now it. it's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Articles maybe maybe it's not on news. No, these are all from 2020. They haven't written an article. To warn you. Let's go to announcements. Announcements, they just go to, to prize picks. I tried to warn you. Dang it, dude. That's very irritating because yeah, I wanted to see. It is. Um, anyway, so there, it's going to play into a percentage. Um, Your vote does does matter for the. It matters in somewhat how much. Player of the year. I it don't could, know. It could sweat. I mean, if it's neck and neck, 
it, think about it this way: if every other category they have is neck and neck, which which this year it, se- it well, seems like it's going to be pretty darn close. But it's the Pro Tour Player of the Year, which is going to weigh slightly more towards Eagle's favor over Rick. Well, Rick has the points. Eagle has more wins because Ricky's Elite Series wins that we were factoring in include the National Tour. Right, but like they'll be close enough. They'll that be where close. The yes. vote, though, like the people's vote, could be the deciding factor. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Jeff Springs quoted in the article saying, "After the excitement surrounding the inaugural Disc Golf Pro Tour All Star in 2020, we wanted to take another step forward in establishing important off-season awards for competitors of the Disc Golf Pro Tour. The team pulled together a great slate of awards that are earned through the endorsement of a variety of sources: the fans, the media surrounding the Disc Golf Pro Tour, and the players' own point standing and results. They all play a role in determining oh, yeah, these think, winners. I think the media, like, there's like media." members that have a, even a separate vote yeah they count. do they, they yeah. have said that so i think the like media i think it's like the official pro tour media yeah. so i'd imagine the jomez gatekeeper disc golf network media like host yeah. of the podcast on the disc golf network all that stuff have a separate vote and then the fans have the vote and then the actual like point standings and results and stuff like that play my vote for emerson keith um, if you visit the link, uh, I believe it's on Twitter. You can find it. Um, you basically can vote player of the year for MPO, FPO, and then you write in your most improved player of the year, Ooh. which I'm actually, I voted yesterday, but I want to hear your most improved MPO and FPO player. Most improved. It's a tough category. Oh my gosh. Well, hmm. it's, it's. Hammers is probably in talk. Mm, that's a good one. I didn't vote him. I should have. Hammers is probably in the talk for that one. Because, um, like, I would say, like, because, like, rookie of the year is a separate thing. Because, like, Gannon is rookie of the year for sure. See, I went Gannon on most improved because I feel like he played in cash in an MPO event the year before. I could be wrong. He was in the voting for rookie. Oh, of he's year. in the PDJ rookie yeah. of the year. Oh, never mind then. What are you for some about? reason, I thought that he was already a pro. No. I had played a pro tour sure. the year before, so I didn't think it was his rookie season. So I, I went I went Gannon most improved, but I think Adam Hammes is actually a better pick now that I'm thinking through it more. I, I filled this out in like two seconds. I think it's probably Hammes for, for MPO. For FPO, it's Kona Panis. Kona Pan- I went Missy Gannon. Missy is also a good one. Kona just honestly really impressed me this season, but Missy, yeah, that works too. There's a lot. I think FPO has a FPO lot has more of than good MPO, candidates. Yeah. MPO, it's kind of tougher. Yeah, I can't believe I picked. I went Gannon Burr, yeah, not was, even realizing. I like for some reason, some like small it, the J thought, the right thought there. crossed my mind. Well, I was just I was voting. I wasn't writing it for me to say. On you heard block. it here first. Hunter does not think about his votes. <laughs> I was just scrolling down, and then I was like, "Oh, most improved." Didn't expect that to be on the thing. And then I like hit MPO, and I was like, "Who improved this year?" I was like, "Gannon had a really good year he, compared I mean, to last year." And then I typed he it. did improve. Yeah, but he also but he was a rookie, rookie, so he should be a different. Yeah, it's a different. He category. shouldn't fit into that category. Yeah. I just for some reason didn't think it was a rookie year. So um, speaking of rookies, we had the NADGT finals. If you don't know if that is, what that is, it's basically the next gen tour has People been rebranded. Know now because Jump has filmed it. Yeah, and the Disc Golf Network went live with it. Yeah, uh, the National Amateur Disc Golf Tour, the finals, um, which I thought was interesting. I don't know if it's been true in year past. It probably has. I just haven't noticed it until this year because the prize money was way better. But they took like. AMs, and when they show up to NADGT finals, like MA1 and FA1, it seemed like, is now MPO and FPO at the finals. So a lot of players declined cash. But for instance, Micah Groff took it down and took home $10,000. So Did like, he decline it? No, no, oh, he, he took like, it. 
that's bold. Yeah, no. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, it's they, like, they I said if they... you declined cash, you're going to get 75% of that value in uh, merchandise yeah, like right. to the NADGT. They gonna no, they're going to give you a gift card to the NADGT like shop. There isn't enough stuff So in imagine, shop. <laughs> imagine if uh, Mike Grawl would be like, yeah, I'd decline, and they give him a $7,500 gift card. Their store. He, he, just buy, he buys the tour. <laughs> I wonder like what the number is for like, let's say you're a rookie. It's probably pretty low, but like, let's say you're a am player and like the next year you really like is your shot to win am worlds yeah and you really like you really think you can win it you're going to be the favorite and you win an event in mpo towards the end of your season i wonder how high like the cash value would have to be for certain players i think it depends on the player yeah yeah it just because like for me like Like ten thousand dollars you can't turn that down i'm I'm never turned like frick am worlds yeah like plus there's the am worlds curse that you don't want on you yeah Players that win Am Worlds are and never end up being Am Worlds. Just isn't like a big enough deal, I guess. I've got like enough. I got Am Worlds players just staring at me yeah. right now. But I like. I, I don't know. It's not okay. It. Let's put it this way: it's not a big deal it, as a disc golfer to win it. It's a huge deal. It's but a huge deal it's when not you a, win. It's not a big deal in like the national disc golf spotlight. It still is. Mm, when really. you, when you initially win, it is. Who won this year? Great point. Exactly. But what I'm saying is like <laughs> it, it's saying. not a, it's not an ongoing storyline. Right. It's like when it happens, you're like, hey, congratulations. It's not but like you're gonna be that, always known. Like I think right. Yuli won. The only time you're not always gonna be known as the Am World Champion right, of blah blah blah. Like he would have world champion. It's like one of those stats they like bring up. It's like in like pro sports on TV when they'll like talk like bring up like a high school picture of like Mike Trout and be like talk about his high school season. It's just like a fun little fact. That's like what the Am World title is like on on coverage. They'll be yeah. like, oh, and by the way, here's a little throwback to Am Worlds in 2012 when whoever like they'll do stuff like that. Yeah, it's like a little fun fact. And it's I mean it's a cool accolade and like yeah like at your local course like you're the man like you're the Am World champ, but like it's not. Once you're on tour, if that's your goal, like it's not really going to carry a lot of weight. Yeah, exactly. It's but uh, so it's I guess in that I would in like that to case, win one. I Let would me rather be clear on that. I would like to win one. Would you rather win that or would you rather win ten thousand dollars? Am worlds or ten thousand dollars? Ten thousand dollars. That's what I'm saying. So like, where, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is where, let's actually let's play the game. Where is your cash line that you're <laughs> right now? You're turning down cash. Well, okay, but it's, you, you have a guaranteed win at Am Worlds. Okay, okay, a guaranteed win. Guaranteed Am World. So it's even next no. Season. We'll just say you're the favorite because we can't. You can't actually guarantee the win. No, the guarantee is the only way that's going to make this even sensible. Okay, okay, sensible for you because Gu- you have a guaranteed. If it's not guaranteed, win, then there's very low. You money have a guaranteed there. win the next year. Yeah. What's the cash line that you're like? Yeah, I'm taking cash and not going to Am after. Worlds. Let's say after tax. Like let's well, let's just say the tax doesn't exist in this fantasy okay, world. Okay, no tax, tax free. Yeah. How much money do I need to take? Even if I could be, that's tough. It's your current life situation. Yeah, too. I was gonna say that's tough because, like, being able to walk around the office as the Am World Champion and like the electricity that that would generate. Like, imagine like getting coverage of that. Like, people would be dying because like I'm a meme on the on the internet. <laughs> I literally miss ten foot putts all the time. So it's tough to it's when you factor in the fact that like people would be losing their minds because like how is this guy winning in worlds right now? It would be electric. That makes it more expensive. Because if it was just like I wasn't working for a disc golf company right now, yeah. it would be a lot cheaper. But because of the fact that that would make it like something I could hold above everybody's head, <laughs> I would say the price would be closer to like four or five thousand dollars. Okay. What about you, Connor? 
You're guaranteed M mm. World Champion. How much money are you gonna have to win an MPO? It's got to be enough so to how like, much, accept it. It's got to be like a good car down payment type thing. Mm. Well, but see, for Connor though, he's not a meme on the internet, so it's a little bit. Yeah, different. but it would still be electric. Like, yeah, have, but it was even funnier though. It would still be electric. <laughs> that's true. That is even funnier. Because yeah, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for like, if I wasn't working in disc golf, I'd probably take a thousand or less. I, my head was yeah, at two, I feel the same My way. head was at two thousand dollars. Yeah, that's reasonable. I think if if I like cat if I hadn't already cashed. And I was an AM, and I like knew I'm winning the AM Worlds next year. But I won a tournament, gave me two Gs. Such like, a, such I a, think I'd stand at the same point, probably like two thousand. Yeah, my a, wife would be upset. Yeah, I was if saying, I didn't it's take so 1, selfish. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be murdered. Like, especially like, oh my. Well, I think, I think part of it that would play in is also when I accepted that cash. Like, what do you mean? Because, like, if I was guaranteed to be an AM World Champion, then I have a solid shot in this fantasy world we're in of being the Rookie of the Year. Okay, no. Let's, so if it's let's prior, not get it. let's no. Not get too <laughs> just hear me out. So if it's prior to Amworld happening that year, it's going to have to be higher for me, versus if it's like we're talking an event's happening right now to where I could start building my points for Rookie of the Year, then it's going to be lower. If that makes sense. Mm, Regardless, yes, very wise. Because like Micah Groth has now started his Rookie of the Year candidacy for next year. How old is Micah Groth? I don't know. Are we going to play that game? We're going to play the game, but first I want to just okay. go over the results. Micah Groth took it down. Brent Hanu takes second. Joseph Anderson takes third. Remember and then on the, the name. F- on the FPO side, we have Aria, Kastru- oh, man. Aria Kastruda, I believe. I hate I hate okay. when I don't know how to pronounce a name. Okay. Uh, Somebody Brit, correct us. Britt Sawyer tech came in second, and Lydia Lyons came in third. That's a name. Lydia, Lydia Lyons, Lyons, have I heard I that name? could have swore she was already an FPO player. Yeah, I feel like I'm wondering if she's been name. playing FPO and then just declining cash. Yeah. Let's actually look that up. I, really like, I could have sworn I've heard that um, name. Maybe the game it's just super catchy. That we're going to play, and we're going to start playing this just randomly as players pop off and do different cool things, mm-hmm. is Connor Predicts. It's a new segment. It's gonna be like the crystal ball. Basically, Trevor and I, Trevor and I spend a lot more time like looking at players, like nitty gritty, just deep diving into just it. deep diving. That's why. That's why we're sitting in these seats right here. Yeah. Uh, no, but we do. We do spend more time sabermetrics looking at like in, intricate parts of disc golf than Connor does. Connor mm-hmm. just knows disc golf, but more of a broader spectrum. Connor is looking to see if they pass the eye test. That's so. What that's he wants what, to so. Know. We're gonna do. <laughs> what we're gonna do is whenever someone has like a pop off moment. We're going to ask Connor, so in this case, Micah Groth, is he a future world champion? The rules on this is all you're allowed to look at is his Instagram, and you can't watch a video of him throw on his Instagram. You only can just scroll through and look at the pictures on his Instagram, and you just have to, your gut feeling, once you you, you just, you you know he just won the NADGT, is Micah Groth a future world champion with purely on opinion? I love this game. What what's his name? Oh my Micah Groth. Gosh. Groth. He's so young. Yeah, he's very young. How do you spell it? It's Groth T H at the end. What how did it sound like I was saying it? Groth. Oh, with two F's. Found him. I found him. First of all, I'll follow him. Oh, he already oh he Okay, now here's him. something that's he looks, confusing. He looks very athletic. I will say he looks athletic. He's young. He's got cool hair. Um, I feel like there's going to be a, uh, some kind of convincing factor here that really sides Connor with him. Mm. Do you guys see what? It, I'm not looking at the Instagram. Yes. I haven't scrolled yet. You, can you tell me? Tell me what do you think Connor's going to like about this guy? Oh no, he's a redhead. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was, yeah. Oh well, then that's easy. Then has um, there? Wait a minute. Has there ever been. been a redhead world champion? 
I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Well, what's the what's the verdict? So it's either is he a future world champion or, or not? Or not? Or that's not? It. That's it. That's, okay. you, that's what you're predicting. Um, not is he going to have a successful career? None of that. Just is he a world champ? Yeah. Does is he, have he a world champ? There's a different kind of because remember, like all those good Look players. Look at his now, eyes. Look at his think eyes. about all the players what that are, are so good right you? now that aren't world what champs. Eyes Eagle McMahon you? is not a world champ. Just remember. that. I know that's the hard part. He's got to be better. <laughs> that's the hard part. All right. I'm going to look into your eyes, Micah. Does he have it? Does he have what he takes? Is it there? He's got it. He's, He's got oh it. My oh, gosh. my gosh. Here you go. Congratulations, Connor, Micah Groth. Bonus you points are if he gets the, the year. Oh. Ooh. When do I get the bonus points? When, when, he, when he wins. Yeah, when it happens. Um, you know, what are the odds how old on is he? Hold up, hold up. Before you guess, what are the odds? What are we willing to put on the line? If Micah... If Connor predicts the year that Micah Groth wins a world championship and it comes true, we will we will buy him a car. Okay. <laughs> what what Deal. How, how old is he? He's looks, got, he, he looks, looks like, like 16. He's like 16 he okay. can't be older than 17. Um I'm saying that he is going to win a world he's going to win worlds whenever he is. 24 years old. I need a calendar year oh in case gosh. we don't have his right year. What year is it? 2021? Mm-hmm. Then 2025. That math was not even close. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking he's not 20. <laughs> no, he's six, 16 or 17. 16 or 17. That's our guess. So like 2029. <laughs> he might not be. Okay, he might sure. not be. He could be 25. 20, 2029. 2029. All right, here you go. You give him eight We're years locking this in right title. now. Mm-hmm. If Micah Groth wins the world championship in 2029... Not not if he wins one before or anything else. Yeah. In 2029, if he wins a world championship, we'll we will buy you a car. A car. <laughs> I don't know what car. <laughs> It'll be a car that you can actually drive. Yeah. We'll go there. Yeah. It won't be a little Audi. battery car. There's a lot of cars that I like that are super cheap. So. Hey, 2029, we we like 2029, we might be able to buy you a G-Wagon. Who knows? 2029. Shoot for the stars. If Micah Groth wins. If he loses, though, you buy us a car. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, there you have it. So that's now the new foundation bet that's on the line. Connor might be owed a car. Micah, it's all up to you. Um, I can't believe the very first guy he saw, he just, he saw it. He saw it. I can see it. In his eyes. I can see those ginger eyes. So here's a question. Lydia Lyons has cashed four times this year at the Preserve Hotlanta. And she's declined it. No, she's cashed. It doesn't so show up if it's, it doesn't show up if you decline. It, how did she do that? Is there like a cutoff for when you can still play AM Worlds? No, this isn't AM Worlds. This is NADGT. Oh, oh, right, because I guess it is. But the, so but how like, is I she guess playing the, well, in the previous events? I thought you said they were AM. She played it. They are. The, the events are all AM. She played so, in one advanced women. I guess that qualified her back in May. And, and then, then she, she cashed played. in July. So I guess like once you're qualified, you can cash all you want. Okay. Because... Sketchy. Then you're going to be playing in the MPO and FPO at the finals. So you could like sandbag, but it didn't work. She didn't win. That's just interesting. No, she came in third. Huh. Um, the other thing that got brought up with this, and you actually might have saw my tweet about this. Uh, oh, yeah. We poll. all saw your tweet. Um, but this is what <laughs> kind of sparked the poll. So the entry fee for this event was $200. Yes. The players pack was promised to players to be 350 to $400 value. Yeah. The and then players ended up getting from what I saw. If I just had to roughly estimate, this includes there being shipped a bag that is valued at a hundred dollars. 
Um, so including that bag into my calculation, the pictures that I was seeing, the players back can't be worth more than like 250. Yeah, it's pushing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you yeah. can't. I I was looking at it. I can't find value more. Than and they were saying it was worth what? Three fifty to four hundred. Um, and so this sparked a whole whole lot of debates because people were posting pictures and being like, "What the yeah. heck?" They were ticked off. Um, I think issue number one is that the NADGT promoted the value of the players pack instead of the actual items. Because yeah. if you pay two hundred bucks and you're like, "Hey, you're gonna get a bag, three discs, a disc dot, this can of Xanfell, uh, a twenty dollar gift certificate." And you know that coming in, that when you get those exact things, no one's upset. Even think, if it's not a two hundred dollars value. I just realized, value. I think we're forgetting that Zanfield costs like $70. That's Yeah, I, I included it in my, so sneaky. in my price marketing. I put that at 50 okay. when I said 250 ish That's sneaky. I put that at $50. Um, let works, me... Though. I did see the NADGT put out like a post that was kind of an interesting way of how they worded it. Um, let, me, let me find it again. I, put, I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, the... Definitely. Oh, here you go. Player pack announcement. Dear competitors, due to some of the feedback we received about the players packs, there's a chance that something could be missing from your box due to human error. We'll be posting exact player pack value mm. per division for each product included within your package. We will post this information as soon as possible. Thank you to everyone who competed in our event. We appreciate your patience. That sounds like a that sounds like a save face operation. Oh, we forgot that digital gift card or something. Well, what's interesting, I'm pretty mm. sure gift cards can't be used as added value in the PDG. I could be wrong there, oh, but um, that doesn't make any sense. But basically, this the this started an initial like everyone was going back and forth of like this is ridiculous. I think the bigger outrage was that it was promised to be like up to a four hundred, like three fifty, yeah, four hundred dollar value, the and then pack itself isn't, isn't it was pathetic. By no, any because means. the the value could easily be estimated to be worth two hundred dollars for people to pay yeah. to enter the event. Right, that doesn't even include the free food and stuff. Yeah, that they might be including as part of the player pack. Yeah, but. The bigger issue I saw is players were then coming after the NADGT slash Feldberg who runs it for making money. They were being like, well, what yeah. the heck? Like, where's the rest of that money going then? Is Feldberg just pocketing it? Is the NADGT just pocketing it? And I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. That's I mean, they, this works. they put on a tour all year long and then ran a finals for you to play in. Like, yeah, they, they made money off you. Yeah. That's, disc golfers, that's how it works. Disc golfers can be kind of kind of stingy sometimes and like... This whole players pack thing was pretty shocking to me to see like people were basically like yeah you can't like turn running a tournament is no like it's no joke it takes like somebody has to do it if you want to play these fun tournaments somebody has to run it and it takes time and effort and like you deserve to be compensated for that because guess what player like tournament directors already get dragged through the mud for any little thing that happens that's outside of their control half the time like they get no recognition half the time either like it, it's not really a, an easy job, and like a lot, a lot of times, it's a thankless job. Yeah, and and like, and there are a lot of disc golfers who are good people and like really like show appreciation to tournament directors. Like whenever we run things, there's yeah. so many people that come up to us and thank us. Not saying that everybody's like that. I'm just saying there are plenty of people who don't even think twice about like what a tournament director puts into yeah. an event. If they're pocketing some money to like be paid for their they time and be. effort, that is. It shouldn't even fine. be. It shouldn't even be called pocketing some money because that yeah, sounds no. sketchy. It, collecting it their pay. Be, yeah. If yeah. they are profiting off the event, that's a good thing for yeah. the future of the and sport. As long as, as the the key is, you, as long as they are outlining exactly what you're getting exactly. and what it's worth, and they're not like the problem. And with, as long as they provide a good experience, right? The problem with this was they uh, they uh, allegedly basically promised a uh, 
it's, a value it, that you, that like you're not getting to players right. because they promised 350 if, and gave if you knew exactly what you're getting and you were like willing to pay that amount then whatever the tournament director is making that's not a problem because you already knew what was going to be like given to you yeah but like so tell them about the poll well, yeah, because so this, this is poll the really I put out because this is thing. what I was reading through this popped off on Reddit yeah. the, this whole player pack thing so I was reading through a lot of the comments and I was kind of surprised at how many people I knew that people were like existed who were talking about players packs need to be extra I'm not even showing up I was surprised at how many people so I was like let's just poll my Twitter audience and just see what they think so I just put out what are your thoughts on how much players packs should be valued for AMS and the three options were greater than entry fee equal to entry fee or less than entry fee over 75% of people said they should be equal to or greater than the entry fee only 23%. So then I took that. That was with over 1,000 votes. Took that, quote tweeted it, and I said, follow up for the equal or greater answers. How much do you value the experience of the event when registering, and should that be factored in at all? What were um, people saying to that? Some people were saying experience is huge. If I really enjoy the course, good card, fun layout, then I'm going to have a good time regardless of the player's pack. Something small and unique is always cool, but it doesn't have to be elaborate and more than what I paid. Yeah. Uh, people were saying like experience is definitely huge. But yeah, so this, this is the crazy part about this. If you're saying that the player's pack needs to be equal to the value of what you pay to get in, then why are you even like at that point, just go buy something from the store? If, yeah. you're, if you're just trying That's to get what I said on debate night, I was like, if you want, if you're going to pay a $200 event and you want it to be equal or greater, yeah. then just pay 200 bucks on your favorite online store and go play your favorite course. Yeah. Like, and there you go. The, the, <laughs> like the there's, whole your, point, there's your experience. The whole point of the player's pack is like, Hey, here's some stuff, but like you're the most of what you're paying for, you don't pay for an event thinking, Ooh, the players pack is sick. Like you're paying for an that event. That could be a draw. That, to get yeah, that's in. a draw. But like the you're the reason you're paying is because you're playing the event. Like that's like you, you're paying when like you go a, to a sporting event, for example. Like you're, I'm not, I'm not paying to go watch like insert like an Oriole Baltimore Orioles game. I don't know if I'd ever pay to go watch a Baltimore Orioles <laughs> game right now, but I'm not going to pay and then expect to be handed my money's worth of well, merch. Well, take it to a plane. Take it to plane. Right. Yeah. I used to play AAU basketball. Yeah. We would pay, it was like 40, 50 bucks sometimes each player to play in these tournaments. Oh, and club feet. Yeah, like if you and play club sports, all we my did, gosh. All we did was if we won, we got a trophy. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, you're paying, you're to, paying have the opportunity to have the opportunity to, to play. Like that's the whole idea. We're running a 5K in on the turkey trot. Yeah. We, each we paid, paid like, like 30 36 bucks and yeah. we get a t-shirt that's probably worth 10, 15. Yeah. And then we're going to get a medal that's worth like but, five. But you know what we're really paying for? It? Like running them. Yeah. And them like tracking our time, shutting and down like, the road. Yeah. And like running the event. Like that's the whole idea. Disc golf. And that's like been a late, that's been a shift of late because players' packs, when, when I first got into disc golf, um, players' packs were almost always very small. Like you were getting, if you got more than just a disc as an AM, like that was like a huge thing. And that's still the case at a lot of C tiers, but like players packs has become like this monster. And like the problem is now the standard gets so high because there are certain events that have really good players packs. And then they just expected at every event, even if they don't have a ton of added cash or sponsors that are buying the players packs. Like it's just become this weird thing. And I think like the focus is completely wrong there. Like you shouldn't be like, it's, well, part of it it's is the weird. PDGA tiered requirements require AM value to be X amount. Yeah. So, like a B tier, you have to have like 110%, let's just say. It's, I don't, that's not the exact number. I think it's a little lower. A tier, it's got to be like 150% value to the AM. Uh, that's not in the player's pack. That's the total value. Right. But the purse is factored into that. Yeah. So, realistically, the AM side is where tournament directors make money because basically the pro side, 100% comes in. Usually, more than 100% goes out. Added cash comes in. 
the am side let's say you paid 30 bucks i spend 15 dollars on a player's pack for you mm-hmm. that is valued at 25 dollars, right and then payout i you know so that leaves me with 15 bucks i put 10 of that per player to payout that is worth 18 dollars, let's say or 20 dollars. and so now your value is at 45 bucks but i'm able to profit five bucks ahead yeah so if I can get a hundred pl- hundred and players out, I can get make five hundred bucks that day. Yeah, that that's that makes it start to be worth it. Are we talking crazy numbers? No, that's not making anyone who's all, a tournament director for a race to start being like, hey, maybe I should run disc golf events. Yeah. But it's enough that you're going to keep the current tournament directors happy. Um, but what I'm wondering is, I think that this is like when you said, like you said, when I started playing in 2015. Uh, players packs, you were kind of okay with just getting a disc. If you showed up and you got a yeah. player pack, it was like and, cool. And it, I think, but it, I think as disc ahead. golf like tournaments were starting trying to grow, and it was like we gotta fill this tournament, gotta fill this tournament. Yeah. Then we kind of tournament directors kind of screwed ourselves because we started getting players packs bigger and bigger. But then the people wanted payout to be bigger and bigger, so you start increasing both, and then your profit margins per player become razor razor thin. Yeah. To where we've almost like screwed ourselves because now how are you ever going to go back well it's it's weird too because like it's it kind of depends on the type of player you are too i think because if you're showing up just for fun if, then yeah yeah like players well, packs me more it's important. like no it's like yeah it's like it, when i show up to an a, like to play in a disc golf tournament or you i know it's the, it's the same way the last thing i'm thinking about is what players pack i'm picking up no. if i was playing amp for example like if if I didn't get a player's pack, I could care less. Like I'm thinking about trying to compete and win my division. Like that's all yeah. I'm worried about. Uh, and then, but there are a lot of players who like the first thing on their mind is like, what do I get for the player's pack? And it's just, and it's like it's I've just, seen many people post like, oh, I'm not playing that event because the player's pack's only right X Y or Z. I, like I it's think, only it's wow, it's only it's just, two discs. It's just like, a foreign no. concept to me because I'm just a competitive person. Like I, and I get that like. It's weird to me. It's one thing if okay, let's say if you're like a, a collector and you're really interested in getting like a tournament stamped disc, and that's what's like drawing you. That's that's, but that's maybe, not a collector's not being drawn to a B tier for a tournament. Yeah, it's disc. so because like if, if you're like you're drawn to a player's pack because it's just like stock discs or stock bat like stuff that you could just buy anyways. That is just so odd to well, me. That's what I was explaining to Brody last night. That like I was talking to lo- like some local pro people who were like high doing really good in AM and they were like, should I go pro or not? And I was like, well, what's your motivation? Like if it's just for competition, yeah, go pro because it's going to be better competition. But some of them were like, no, I just thought it'd be cool to make some money, like make some extra cash with these tournaments I'm playing. I was like, if you want to make extra cash, just flip all your AM stuff. Yeah. Because if you're winning week in and week out MA1, chances are you're probably going to do better flipping your players pack Mm -hmm. and your payout than if you went and tried to become a pro. Because like on the local scene, you might not be winning local pro events, so you might be I talking a hundred bucks profit some weekends. Whereas on the AM side, you yeah, can flip your players to get in. You're fl- paying less. You can flip your players pack to already be break even or make more money than you play- paid, and then your whole payout you can flip to just yeah. Pure profit. I I mean I forget I did the math this past weekend or two weekends ago. We were at running a pretty big. Um, we we're helping do payout for a pretty big. Uh, am event in the well am and pro event but it's just like a local event in the area called all heisers eve and i forget what the math i did but i was like watching some of the winners of and divisions like pick out their payouts basically and i was thinking to myself and i kind of like was comparing it to where you'd have to finish in mpo to like get comparable value and i was like 
man, yeah, winning advanced is, is kind of where it's at. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's no, there's not a lot of motivation to move up unless you think like you can, you can compete for like a, a win or be on that lead call. Yeah, exactly. It's a interesting thing that I think, I think the PDGA needs to address with the percentage requirement. The tough part is like if the PDGA lowers the percentage requirement, you're going to have some people who just screw over players. They're just, they're just crappy TDs who yeah. like the event sucks. The player pack sucks. Payout sucks. Everyone has it all the time. But I think back in the day, that meant now we can't have any events in this area that aren't going to suck. Nowadays, there's enough demand, enough TDs, that I think we're starting to get to where the crappy TDs either have to get their stuff together or they're going to get pushed to the side. Yeah, that's true. Because better TDs are going to keep showing up and running better events. So you're Mm -hmm. not going to have where, like, the only tournament I can play at, We'll pick a local course, Sandusky. The only term I can play at Sandusky is ran by that crappy Hunter Thomas. Yeah, it's man. like, well, no. Now I have like three other TDs that are like, well, at least you know I'm gonna skip Hunter's event, but at least I can run, go with Justin's event that's there right. because I know he's gonna put on a better event. Where now it's competition. Competition will drive things forward, but I do think the PDJ needs to start looking at possibly removing some of the handcuffs requirement wise to allow people to actually run events that have or or maybe you just start putting some of the value as like five bucks per player it goes to the course and that's part of your value it's like five bucks upkeeping the course or five bucks goes to the td and that's part of your player pack value is the td running the event that's five bucks i don't know how all that works i I was definitely shocked yeah i was just shocked to like see i was surprised to see 75 percent or more said it should be equal or higher and maybe it was kind of just like a, a lot of people just like kind of a reactionary like just like oh this makes sense and they didn't really like think about like paying for like you're paying for the the experience of the event but i don't know i don't know what people think about players packs maybe they're gonna let us hear the comments like probably we we want our free stuff and probably okay i would love to hear the other side of why why you think a tournament should always have equal or greater value player pack to entry fee don't factor in payout just entry fee player pack because like if it's greater than then the payout's kind of gonna suck at that event that's just how it's gotta be uh, let's jump back into a segment that we introduced, I believe it was last week, Disc Golf Storytime. Um, yeah. It's a pretty fun one. This is from Josh.Brandon. I believe he submitted it through Instagram. Uh, if you have a story you'd like to be read along here, uh, DM us over on Instagram at Foundation Disc Golf. We got a, a ton of entries, and uh, as long as there's some funny or interesting ones, we're going to keep doing it because I, I enjoy it. All right, so from Josh.Brandon, I threw, a disc into, I threw a disc that went into the woods, and I think, oh, I'll grab that. Well, there's a super Normal, as you do. Yeah, there's a super huge murky puddle in there mm. that it went right into. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just go in for it because it was one of his favorites. It's a Lone Howl two, not important to the story. A what Lone Howl two? It's a Is that a Dismania thing? Anything yeah. that sounds like some character out of like a werewolf novel? That's basically a, a Dismania disc. Yeah. So he goes into the puddle. Puddle ends up being waist deep. Oh god! Not a not hmm. a puddle. And he's still in it. And he, he was in there for a good twenty minutes. But he only God. found someone else's disc. Mm, Very nah. disappointing. Yeah, been there. Yeah. Uh, fast forward to that night, I joined a local Facebook group with no intent of finding my disc. I already had written mm. that off. But I'm just scrolling through Facebook, and there it is. Someone posts my discs. Sweet. But the weird part is, they There's were a- looking for the disc that I found. Oh. So not only <laughs> did I somehow join the one group that happened to post it, Without even thinking about getting my disc back, but I also found the disc of the guy that found mine. What are the odds? That, that? is that's what's crazy awesome. to me is like he just said huge murky puddle. 
And, mm-hmm. then and so the two people decided to go into this waist-deep murky puddle, <laughs> and I they can, found each other's discs at different times. I can promise you this. Yeah, no, there is not a single disc that I've ever owned in my entire life that I'm going waist deep into a murky puddle for. I will say the only oh, way definitely would. the only way it would happen Never. is if I started to walk. Yeah. And next thing I know I'm knee deep and I'm like, this is so much deeper. That's what it sounded like is happened. Like he like, walked this in there is so and he's much like, well, deeper than I expected. Now. I'm, I'm already committing. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's the only way it would happen for me. If I looked mm-hmm. at it and I know that's waist deep, I'm not going in there. I agree with you. But if I'm like waist deep, like, it's gonna get above my shoes, I'm out. But what if it's waist deep? If I can't see the bottom, what if it's waist deep? About it, but it's muddy. What if it's waist deep and it's uh, a VR stamp destroyer? First off, I've never owned one. I think yeah, I said owned in my life. Yeah, I I didn't know that. Gotcha. All right, what if it's waist deep and it's that like color shift uh, McPro Rock Three? He doesn't own that anymore. I think I lost it. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to give you a situation. I know. Oh, I did. We we auctioned that. I was thinking of a different disc. So Mm -hmm. checkmate, buddy. My favorite disc of all time that's been in my bag. That Nova. Not even the Nova. I th- honestly, I think it's a disc I lost. It was this pink MD3. It was beaten to perfection. You were not going in for I would not go in for, it. for that. That's the thing is, I don't, like super rare discs, if I put it in my bag, it's because I have a backup at home <sighs> hung oh my on my goodness. wall. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's because I have a backup at home hung on my wall. Mm-hmm. So I don't throw, I don't, there's no disc in my bag that I'm like, if I lose that, like I would, I would do anything to get it back. Same. Same. Um, but it has happened to me before. I do appreciate the dedication of people that would just tromp right into no, like. It has stuff. happened to me before where a disc like went in the middle of this. Um, I believe it was at it was at Zebulon, I think, a course in North Carolina, where mm-hmm. there was this like it had trouble draining on this one area, and my disc went into the middle of it, and it didn't oh, look deep. Oh yeah. And I started to go in, and there. then I took a step, and next thing I know, the water is just higher than my shoe, and I turned around and walked out. I believe. It's, ha- it's happened to me several times. One of them, the water had drained enough that... This might have been the one I was with you. It drained enough that I walked all the way in and could grab it. I think I was there for both of them. This I'm other, less other one, I stepped in, it got above my foot, and I'm like, I can see my disc. I know it's 20 feet in front of me, but I'm not getting there. I just left it. If I'm in a tournament, I'm less likely to get it. Yeah. But if it's like I'm just playing a like a round for fun and I can see it there, then yeah, I'm just going to go get it. And I might not finish my round. I might just go get in the car and go home and well, What about this situation where you can't see it there? That's what I don't know. Is how does yeah, this guy know that his disc is in the middle of this murky puddle? He said he saw large murky puddle. So he at the end of the day, it's not huge. It's it's still a puddle. He still I, but he spent class. twenty minutes in it. Mm. Must have been buried or something. And it was waist deep. My thing too. Is, I think this guy forgot what a lake and a puddle are. <laughs> no, he, this guy is standing in a well, pond. Where does it become? Yeah, maybe a pond. It's, it's like uh, it's like no, it's like what it, he said. Puddle. At, uh, and I've, I've definitely, puddle. I've definitely seen large. Think about Walnut Creek, before. that like the the hot tub hole that we call it, like that type of body of water. Think about something like. But that. how are you spending twenty minutes in that water? But what do you? Well, what do we consider that? Like I'm just saying, months, like if I'm waist deep, how 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 big does it have to be for me to be twenty minutes in? Well, it could have just oh, felt no, like twenty man. minutes. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's just a good storyteller. Yeah, that's true. I'd like to say that I think if you if you put me in the scenario. Like when I first started playing disc golf and I didn't have as many discs, it I would be more likely to do something like that. I think I've been spoiled to now have too many discs. That's also probably. I true. think that we should do like at the end of the off season, we choose which story was our favorite story, and that person should get some kind of something. 
the best story. The yeah. best story. Although I don't yeah. want to encourage. So people inc- to, well, I'd say I don't want to encourage people to make up stories, but I almost do want to encourage people to make up stories. No, no making up stories, but just like you know, <laughs> tell it really. Scouts well. honor. Scouts have like, honor. Have, like write it really well, so yeah. it's more. Yeah, amusing. I was gonna say well written stories. Are well written stories. All right, let's jump into a fan favorite segment, Trevor's trivia. Oh yeah, what do you got this week, Trevor? Last week was thrilling. That was fun. That was fun. I don't know if this one will be as fun. This one's a little more simple than the last. How did you make that sound? There's <laughs> my teeth. So it hurt. <laughs> the the way we're gonna do this, I'm gonna do another little competition dun, between dun, you two. Dun, dun. All right, I'm going. You're going down. Probably. I've got four players here. I'm gonna I'm gonna name a player, and then you're each gonna give me the year in which you think they had the most wins oh, during goodness. their career, A tier and above wins. And then whoever has the most total wins at the end is the overall winner. All right. So, and we'll we'll rotate who goes first. So can we agree on? No, you have to choose. Also, oh, whoever goes we're, we're first rotate. has to decide. I didn't pick any player who is very like none of these players. I was like, well, if you guess this year, it's a guarantee. Like I obviously wasn't going to pick Paul. So you're choosing the year? Yes. Okay. So we're gonna. What we're do gonna, we both miss the year? We'll start with Connor. All right. Well, no, like you're it. not. You're not trying to pick. You don't like. You can. We're just going to add up the total wins during that year that you pick. It's Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're oh, not oh, trying oh. to guess. You're not like We're trying that would to guess be way the, too We're difficult. trying to guess the year they had the most wins, but we don't lose if we don't guess no. it right because yeah. you're still getting all you the wins. You get all the, the wins yeah. during the year that you guess. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, first, I like this game. The first player is Will Shoestrick. Oh. For some reason I knew you were going to say Will Shoestrick. I love him. Dirty Go dog. ahead, Connor. Uh Will Shoestrick. I'm going to say I feel like I'm going to embarrass myself. Not probably not. Probably not. I know the year I would guess for this, but I don't know. I have no idea if it would be right mm, or not. I want to say somewhere between... I feel good about 2014. Okay. okay. I'm okay. going 2010, Shoestrick. Okay. I was going to say 2012. I would have guessed probably 2012, yeah. I was going to say 12 between... 12 scared two th- me because Paul's first world championship was in 12, so that was like the beginning of the Paul era, so I don't know how much Paul won in 2012. Mm, okay. That makes sense. 2014 results. I don't think he won much in 2014. Mm. Let's see. I just couldn't decide between 2012. I feel like that's too late. Is that too late? Because uh, it's still before Paul was really winning. That was Paul's third world he championship. Had, You're right. You're right. I made a mistake. <laughs> he has in 2014. That's has, also when Ricky was coming into the picture. I should have said 2012. He has one, two wins. He won the Toronto Oof. Island Maple Leaf. Surely in 2010 he's got more. That was an eight tier, and yeah, he, he, he won. He won USDGC as well that year. Oh, 2010. Oh, hey, but are we giving more points no. for you? He USD? won in 2010 <laughs> USDGC, right? I don't know. 2010, I believe that was his first. And then 10, 12, 14. I think so. Yeah. So let's see. Shoestrick won World USDGC three times. Yeah, he's goaded. <laughs> Put some respect All on right. his name. Come on. So and Connor, he's a respect on his name. He's a he's father, and he's tall. For he's those of you that don't father. know, I didn't know Will Shudrick was really tall. He's like six. He's two. very tall. He's like, he's like six two, six three. He's just much taller than I thought he was going to be. He's okay. such a nice guy too. He is a nice guy. All he right. was OB last time I saw him. He was OB. Does that yeah. mean he can mean? No, it's just no. He's a nice guy then. Saying, yeah. Let's see here. Um, he's got a lot of B and C tier wins this year, Hunter. Dang it. Was he oh, not touring yet in yeah. 2010? He had to. He qualified for USDGC. He had he's to do got something. One. Win, just yes. USDGC. Oh, yeah, that was his only. USDGC was his only big win. Yep, heck yeah! What a season. <laughs> he did win. He what did win. Season. He won a bunch of like B tier. He won. Can like, you just go to 2012? He literally the one won that like, we both kind yeah. of on the fence about. I don't he know why like, neither he won of us like said six B tiers that year. But Can you just go to 2012? Yes, I will. I for some reason the year 2012 just is silly for neither one. He of us won. Say it. One, 
to three, four, four. Okay. That, would, that would have been a landslide. All right. Well, regardless, two to no, because it would have been two to four instead of two to one. Yeah. Or four to. True. No, I would. I would pick twenty. Is that how we're? Is that how we're keeping the score? It's two yeah, to one. It's two, two to one. one. Okay. Two to one. All right. All right we're we're fine. Tough one. Tough one. Next player. We have. We didn't, we didn't embarrass time. ourselves with that one. We, we have. have yeah, yeah. Paul Yulabari. Ooh, now Paul this one we're gonna embarrass Ulibari. ourselves with. Yeah, this is gonna be tough. <laughs> I have no, no idea. <laughs> a tier or higher wins. A tiers <laughs> are gonna play a big factor with Yuli. I'm going. I, part of me feels like Yuli has just now come into his best form. I I feel the same way. I don't I'm know gonna, if that's true. It's not true. 2014, Paul Ulibarri. I was gonna make. I was just gonna make my decision before. I'm you pretty sure he was on lead card at Texas States. What are you saying? In 2014. 2014. Oh my gosh! I want to say like. Oh, I really want to say 2016. You like those even numbers? They they sound good for Paul Ulibarri. The even numbers. Mm-hmm. He's just an even guy. He is an even number guy. Well, we're saying the heck away from 2015 because no, no one won anything. Yeah. Except for Paul. My goodness. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll stick with it. I'll say. I'll say 2016. Okay, let's start with Hunter, 2014. Yeah. I don't really remember him ever really popping off. 2014, I just I feel like 2014 Texas State's the lead card was like Yuli, Big Germ, Ricky, and Paul. For some 2014 reason. makes sense to me, but... 2014, I also feel like Yuli might have been in contention at Worlds for some reason. Um, hmm. But he also might have zero wins and just be in contention at everything. It's true. Or I might be thinking of a different year. He... So... Because the more it, I talk, the more I think it's What is an A slash B tier? Usually, it's like pro A and B. Okay. In that case, he has... <laughs> Click on the event to make I sure, though. I think you just got schmoozed. Because it could be pro B and A. Where, Which, in that no, case... pro slash am, A slash B. Heck, yeah. And... Well, if I would have known... I'm just kidding. If I would have known so that, I would have remembered the great Charleston so Classic in 96. He's got one, two, three... <laughs> this is the greatest year of all time. He's, he's got to be. It's got to be. There's no way I'm winning that. 2014, he has three, so I'm at four now. I need him to at least get two wins, maybe. Well, yeah, if you get two, we're tied. Yeah. 2016. All right. Come on. Come on. Come on, pool. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> Come on, pool. Different pool. All right. He's got a he's got a ton of B tier wins this year, unfortunately. And oh, he's that's got, unfortunate. Okay, he's got one. Okay. All right. We're on the we're on he the, right the rumble. The rumble. I remember that. I don't He's got that. two. Okay, oh. we're good to go. Come on. Come on. Big money. Big money. <laughs> He's got three. Oh! Paul! <laughs> Dang it. So you're up one still. All right. <laughs> five to four. All right. Wow. Okay. Wait, he, no. He yeah, wanted, five to four. This is a fun game. This is a fun game. Players used to just clean house on these like B and C tiers. They used mm. to just win them all. It was amazing back then. I all like right. this game because neither one of us looked stupid. The next player. And neither of us, one of us know what we're talking about either. The right next now. player <laughs> is Sarah Hokum. Oh. Oh, gosh. Good luck. This year? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. no, it's not this year. All she won was USCGC. Man. Connor. It's you. She does have a world title. Yeah. I just I was trying to think of what year that was. I know what year it was. I think I know what year it is. But did she win the most that year? That's also the question. <sighs> or the years following. Do I know what year it was? I think you do. I don't know if I do. 2000. The year 2000. I'm just kidding. I was going to say what? She was um, 2015. Okay, that's a, that's a decent guess. That's a decent guess. I'm going 2011. 
Ooh, not the year she won the world title. Dang it, she what's won the it in twenty twelve. I think she lit it up in twenty twelve as I just clicked on it. Dang it. Um, 20 I was on. I thought it was 2010, but then I started getting scared because I'm like, now we're going into the Valerie Jenkins era, 20, and I don't know where she was at. 2015. Let's see what we got here. We've got one. Got a lot of seconds. One. That is it. One. Right. She did not okay. play a lot of events in 2015. Okay. Even if she gets zero, I'm not going to be down by that much. Okay. So it's um, six to four right now. Connor's 2011. Winning. Come on, big money. Oh my goodness. She shred. She played two events in Open that year. That's huh. crazy. Oh, I've been open women. I'm like, well, I'm screwed. Did she no. win both of them? <laughs> <laughs> she has one. All right. Two. Oh, no, calm down. Three. No, no. Four. Oh, my. Rack it up. Rack it up. Four. Rack it up. Come on. Come on. All right. So you're leading by one now? Eight to six. Yeah, oh. it's eight to six. I gained three on you there. Poop. That Perfect. is just unfortunate. She's, I'm seeing. That was a big year for Sarah Hokum. Yeah. One, two. I don't think. Three. Or, I mean, I threw out just a random guess. I, there's no. She won six in uh, 2012. All right, so I wasn't that, that far was off. Like, from her big that year. was like the 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 survey says jackpot. Survey says right there. All right, the last one. This is going to be epic. Oh boy, Ken Climo. Oh, that's a lot of years to pick from. No, 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 no. My go. Yeah, yeah, it's your go. It's oh, that's this is a good advantage for me to the second year. <laughs> I don't it? know. I don't. I don't think anybody like you I have. Feel, from Eighty-seven I, is the first year you can pick <laughs> all the way up to now. True, because he, he's always he dominated forever. I'm going twenty twenty. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Has no events in twenty. Uh, that would be silly. I'm going nineteen. Oh. Ninety. Ooh. I mean, we're rolling the dice here. Let's go the year I was born. Never mind. Let's go the year before I was born. 96. 96. I'm feeling 96. Okay. Obviously. You're 22 years old? I'm just kidding. I was born in 97. Um, My wife just turned 25. She's old. Dang. Okay. I'm just let that, I just, just let that hang in the air. Go ahead, Connor. I joke with her all the time because she's six months older than me. All right. So what did you guess? So I'll be there in six months. 96. I guess 96. 96. The year Liz was born. I'm going to go 2001. Oh. I like that. I would have guessed like 99 probably. All right. Well, I guess 2001. Okay. <laughs> 96. Here we go. Most of Climo's world were in the 90s, right? We got one, two. Oh, that's a lot. Three, four. That's it. No way. Oh. Well, that's that's. there wasn't a lot of eight tiers back then. I guess that's true. What if we would have picked before the national tour started? <laughs> I might have. Did I pick before the national tour started? I think... Uh, I'm trying to see if there was because that would NT really screw year. me. There was no NTs. Yeah, year. I picked before the national tour started. Educate Great job, yourself. Hunter. Well done, Hunter. 2001. Connor's about to mop the floor. Here we with me. So I'm at 12. I'm at 12. Connor needs six. Six ties at seven oh my wins. Goodness. Let's see here. We've got one, two. I'm getting nervous. Three. That's it. Just three. That is severely depressing. <sighs> he didn't, he didn't win worlds that year either. Let's um, go. It's not the first time I've been. I let bet down. 99 was his big year. I I'm bet a, Trevor. Was I'm right. curious to see what 99 was because for some see reason. See what 99 held. I wonder, will that you also a, will you also check like 2005? Yeah. Why, why are you going farther forward? He because because you're getting into the you're getting into You're almost at the DOS era. Eight, nine, ten, and ninety-nine. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. If I, had I knew it. 2005. Is that what you want? I just want to. See, I'm, just curious. Want? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious. He got is that really what you want, one, two, three, four. 
It's more than 2001. Hunter's the winner. Good job, Hunter. That was interesting. That was Thank actually you. a fun little trip down memory lane. There. That was a good. That, that was, was a good re- game. that was a really fun game. Well done, good Trevor. job, Trevor. Thank you. I came up with that one. There's a reason this why. Morning. There's a reason why it's a, <laughs> it's why the it's fan Trevor's, favorite section. There's also a reason se- why it's Trevor's. There's <laughs> <laughs> also a reason why it's Trevor's trivia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to another. Let's go to another new segment that we brought last week. Connor's the winner. First one off, is the winner. Connor is the winner. It was narrow. In the bag. Thank you. It's a segment. I if think, you didn't catch it up. So Connor is the winner by three votes. I thank you guys for on your the votes. Twitter poll. Three. I think between Connor the, and Trevor. So Connor is up one. So right I now. think we should do vote count for the total, like for the the, oh. the count that we keep the oh. whole. I don't. Okay, so to get the vote count, I had to go percentage. I can do it. I can do it. You want me to do it right now? No. You want me to do it right now? No, I don't care. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Do it. I'll do it later. Okay. All right. All right. So this week's in the bag, the most common lost discs. No, the most common discs that you find on a course. Yes. Same thing. Is that not the same thing? It's kind Mm, of the same thing. No, I don't know because I feel like there's a difference between discs that you lose and discs that you find. You know what I mean? Most common found discs. I get what you're saying, but it doesn't make any sense when you say it. <laughs> I know, but it makes Most sense. Common this, what I'm picturing when I when I when course. I came up with this, I was thinking like the disc that like you rustle through the leaves and it emerges and like there I'm it just is. Saying, that was the question that that's, we talked. That's the essence. I I think we're all going for the same. We're all for the same thing. Yeah, but that's the phrase that we said yesterday. Was most common disc you find found. On the course. Here's the thing. I'm never naming this segment ever again because last <laughs> week I got chewed out for calling it "What's in Your Bag." This week I'm getting chewed out for lost discs. Who did we decide that Connor goes first since he won? Yeah, he decides the order. Connor decides, he decides the order. The order. So he I would have like to go, to go first. And then who goes second? You get to choose. Uh, last week it was me, Trevor, Hunter, so I'll go me, Hunter, Trevor. Okay. Dang, I hate being in the middle. I will. Okay, so can I go and start? Yeah, go, go for, for it. it. All right. My number one I'm found have to cross disc. Some of these off for sure. I'm really nervous that I'm going to yeah. lose mine. I feel very confident. Okay. Is a DX Beast. Dang, oh, that was on my list. That's a good one. Do you, should I go and give my reasoning? You can. Okay, you can. so my reasoning for it is I have a theme a going DX on. Beast. I have a theme going on with my discs. I don't really want to say it cuz I don't want you guys You're going to... end of a starter pack? No. What is your theme? Is it a color theme? It's just it's just beginner discs. Yeah. And so the DX Beast, every beginner buys a oh, DX yeah. Beast cuz we all want because you can discs. buy them at, at discs. Yeah. And a beginner is more likely to lose a disc. Do and we a need beginner to be putting... is not good at finding discs. Yet. Do we need to be putting the plastic I think it helps your case. Okay. You don't have to. You I don't, don't have, you don't to, have to, but I think it, it does help your case. Well, I mean, I know the plastic that I'd put for each of these. Yeah. I just was going bold. I mean, I could. It's up to you, but I do think it, it probably is going to help your case. I can't even count how many DXBs I found on disc golf courses. That's a good one. That is Thank a good you. one. I appreciate okay. it. I had a DXB. My number Same. one round draft pick, DX Leopard. Dang it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, the starter pack driver. Very good. I mean, I think that's all you need to be said. I don't, I don't, that's I all mean, really need to be said for that. I think that it's might the, be the most, the most common, common found Yeah, it's probably yeah. the I just said that was my I always one. see it at Dick's. There's always DXB. DXB was on my list of what I wanted to pick, but mm-hmm. my Leopard was my number one. So I have two picks here. The I people, feel like Trevor's going to take decide. my one the and my two and three. I got two picks here. My number one pick is the Champion Groove. Oh, oh, that's a, that's a great one. one. That, I, a that one. wasn't even on my list. Not even on my radar. These are typically tie-dye. You find them because it's usually... I think this is usually the first disc that beginners pick when they learn that flight numbers exist. It's also mm-hmm. very readily available at Dick Sporting Goods. That is part of my and reasoning. And it's also people throw it, hate it, and just don't look yeah, for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you, you, you learn what flight numbers are. This is my experience, too. 
you think, so speed is good. I want 13 speed. And then you see the negative two, two, and you're like, oh, they cancel out. It goes straight. You get it. You throw it. You realize it's a meat hook because you're tiny and you don't know how to throw yet. And then you lose it. So that the champion groove, I see them all the time. I had a champion groove. My next one, this one is going off of some recency bias and it's the Hades. I have seen Hades get returned more than any other disc at the events that we've been running. And it's because similar, it's like the groove of today. Wow. It's AMS. Now the the PM stuff is super popular now with AMS because Paul Macbeth is influencing that. And they're all getting the Hades because it's meant to be the distance driver for the slower arms, the newer players. And they're all losing them because ESP swirl can be in deceptive colors. So the Hades I've seen so much. Back to Hunter. All right, I'm going. I'm. I'm not doing recency bias. I'm pulling on. I'm pulling on the old players' heartstrings okay, here. Pull on them. Pro katana. Wow. wow. I didn't even think about going katana. That's a great one. I have the found more katanas, one. I think, than any other disc. I didn't take it round oh, one because I didn't think anyone one. else would take it. But it's a similar reason. Yeah. Because it looks. It's the OG like Very flippy thirteen groove. speed. Very similar. Everyone I knew had a pro katana, That's and everyone I knew just lost them all the time. Specifically, purple pro katanas. But I'm not going to put purple. Oh, shoot. In there. I'm just going to put pro katana. That's a good That's one. a good one. I one time on a course found a Merry Christmas stamped star katana. There that you was go. very there cool. Yeah. Every I feel like in our generation of starting to play, everyone threw a katana for some reason. I did have a katana. At least once. You you've at least thrown a katana once. Right, Nowadays so, you never see katanas anymore. So now I I choose two, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I my first my second choice is going to be a mamba. Mm. Dang it! And Ugh. I have found so many mambas you on courses, and the reason why people lose mambas and people find mambas is usually they're not in very hard places to find. Because again, new player that maybe is getting their arm speed up there a little bit wants to start crushing a little bit more, picks up a mamba because it's easy to throw, is loving it, but then it starts to get too flippy. So it flips over, it gets right off the fairway, but they don't feel like looking at it yeah. because they're a pr- beginner player, so they already threw ten discs so they're not going to spend time looking for it and they're like well it's time for me to try destroyer anyway so mambo great one oh my second Second. my second one is a surge ss oh interesting niche pick there i if you go into any specifically any played again in north carolina i've been in multiple different played agains in north carolina and every one of them if you go in the use section 40% 40% of all the discs in the U section are Surge SS. Interesting. Interesting. Literally, whenever I would go in there... Like, I've lost in, a Surge SS. So I don't think I've ever I, found that a that Surge does, SS. That does like hit to me in some extent. I found a Surge SS like a few months ago. Remember That's, when I we were filming that one video? find a Surge SS. Did, did. That is true. It was found. And it's just because it says SS He's playing on it, the so North beginners. Carolina crowd. That's smart. That's smart. Like the North it. Carolina crowd is a strong crowd. That is a strong that crowd. That is a strong but crowd. It's smart. It's good I think people buy it and they think it's going to be super straight and then they throw it. It's not. It's like... It's still got some stability it's got some stability. I like that. My pick is going purely on the amount of this disc that's out there. Okay. okay. Not, that's, that's, a good, not, that's, a, that's good reasoning. That's good reasoning. The DX T-Bird. DX T-Bird. I have some friends that okay. are new into disc golf and are obsessed with the DX T-Bird. I'm telling okay. you, I have found... That is probably the disc that I have found maybe second to the Katana out there the most. I okay. don't think it's for any specific reason, like they're trying to throw a fast disc or whatever. I think it, 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 is, it doesn't have any recency bias. I feel like you're not going to find them anymore. Back in the day, every pro was throwing a T-Bird, and everyone wanted a straight T-Bird, and everyone would get a DX T-Bird to be that straight T-Bird. And like, I close my night, my eyes at night, and I can see the DX T-Bird stamp still because of how much I've seen it <laughs> buried under leaves. It's a good I like choice. That. I okay. like it. DX T-Bird. Okay. 
If you thought Boom. that one was obscure, wait till my fourth pick. I got. So I got, I got <laughs> I'm gonna my, lose. I got my last two picks here. No, this, this one. This is definitely gonna be like yeah. a personal experience type. These one. are all. This good last t- one there's not been my, a bad choice. My yet. last pick, unless you take it, is purely sentimental it. for me because I've lost more this this no, than anything else. Why not? Okay. Okay. I've got two picks here. My first pick, I'm gonna take. This is kind of a tough one. I think I'm going to go ahead and take the nuke. That's a good one. I found quite a, a bit of nukes one. out there. It's just one of those. It's this is another case. I think this is kind of a common theme here. It's another one of those discs that is just am bait. It's such a trap. Like because you see the name nuke and you're like, that's awesome. This thing has to go far. It it and then guess what? It's going to be really overstable for you if you can't throw far enough yet. It's a very common disc. I find a lot of nukes uh, of the. There's, yeah, you can find a lot of the Nuke SSs and Nuke OSs, but typically Nukes. And I think it's just because it's an AM trap. I think there, there's some. That makes sense. That may, honestly, maybe that's another list, just AM traps. Of that's this. a great, oh, that's yeah. a great that list. Might be, that might be next week's list. And my final one. I feel like we're basically just saying that right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of these are because you lose AM trap discs. I don't know. Only one of mine has been. Um, my last disc is going to be a Waymo starter driver. Never found one of those in my life. I don't even know what that looks like. I do not even know what that is. I think you just lost. What do you mean? You Keep c- going. You get the, one of the most common generic starter packs of disc golf. You got get it like just like a random store is the Waymo starter pack, right? You think that sells more than the end of a starter pack? I because I'm talking about stores that you can't even buy in of a like normal disc golf disc set. Like if you go to a Walmart, if you find disc golf disc, it's Waymo. Because they have licensing deals with Waymo. Same Walmart, with Target. Walmart sells. I have seen. I have seen a lot of not my WalMarts okay. at least, not the WalMarts around here either. Mm-hmm. The they have Innova starter packs. The, the Walmart in in one of the WalMarts in Charlotte. Has case, like a full. My reasoning for this pick and just listen, you guys might disagree with this. My reasoning for this pick is. I personally have found a lot of generic non-brand disc golf discs on the course. I agree, but I'm so, making more lightning. That's that is I wouldn't say that's super generic. I'm saying I usually I find a lot of like or the Franklin or Whammo, like just like they just found a starter pack mm-hmm. disc. So I just went ahead and picked one of the most common ones of that bunch, which would be like the Whammo driver. I don't know. We should do a Whammo starter pack challenge. I've never seen a Whammo starter pack. Disc. I've never. I don't disagree I've, with you. I've just never seen one. I've never I, seen one either. I'm surprised. They're pretty. They're, I feel like I've they're, seen Franklin ones, I but I think one. that's because we threw it. And that's why I remember it. The Whammo ones are the ones I see the most. Whenever I see a starter pack of distance store that's like just generic, it's always Whammo. That went on the ones I see. I don't even know if I've seen it. The reason that was the reason by my pick though is like I see a lot of the off-brand discs get lost, and so and like because there's been so many times where I see a disc and I'm like, ooh, I found a disc, and then I find out that it's like a starter pack, like off-brand thing that I'm never going to use anyways. Interesting, interesting. I like the choice. That was I I decided to get a little creative. I'm changing everything. I could have just I could have just gone. I'm going for the win. I'm going for the win here. Okay. I was going to go DX Archangel. That was my personal pick. That's a good one. I thought about adding Because I've one. lost a lot of him. But I'm not. I'm going for the win. This is the jugular. Blizzard Boss. That is Ooh, very good. Because okay. you walk in to play it again. One. That is such a good one. It says David Wiggins, 1108 one. feet. Yep. And you're like, that is I can throw it's that 300 feet. It's always been the world. It's the, always, the distance always been yeah. the disc that has the distance record same reason as the katana, the nuke, everything. That is good. Everyone's thrown a Blizzard Boss at least once, and I would guess most people have lost that disc. That is a good one. Blizzard that is Boss, a very good choice. I'm jealous of that pick because I definitely would have chosen it. I've never bought a Boss before. 
But Wait, have you thrown one? No, I haven't. I've never really? Thrown I've never thrown a boss. You've but thrown I a boss? Not a blizzard boss, no. No, but you've thrown a boss. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I start a boss. Um, it's going to look bad for I, me if no one had thrown a boss. No, that's, that's a good one. An, that's a good here's one. an interesting thing about Very, this segment. Notice that n- we have only said drivers. Yeah. That is true. That is true. I did have a DX. Those are the discs that you lose. I yeah. did have a DX shark on my list. I had. I, had, I thought about it. I yeah. thought about but the DX rock, the DX shark. I had a. I had a it wasn't enough that I. I the Z buzz was on my list. The Z buzz was common. also on my yep. list in case y'all took all my other. It ones. was tough not to throw some. I threw in the Hades, but it was tough not to throw in some more disc craft. Because well, see, nowadays, that's the tough part. Is like I feel like four years from now, it's going to be like very common is, that you're losing. We're, we're Hades talking like to that. a crowd that's probably mostly. They're probably like, what the frick's a katana? Yeah, I know. Like we're talking like nostalgia right now. But I just. I feel like like if I go on the course, I'm still not finding like PM line and Discraft discs in bulk yet. The Hades, the Hades is popping up a lot. But I'm saying right now, new players are still walking in to play it again or Discraft or Dicks or whatever, and they don't have any bias of like they're yeah, following yeah. disc golf and they want Discraft. Right. And if you walk in, Innova is still the most readily available it's true. everywhere. It's mm-hmm. true. And they're still going to have one more choice. Okay. Um, my well, first of all, I wanted to say, but it would be so dumb to say now. But I used to find Vibram discs all the time. Yeah, and oh, yeah. they're coming pretty back. Pretty much take them and just, yeah, I did hear that. They're coming I don't know back. If that's, you pretty much take those and throw them back in the woods. And then, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, what is the what was the name of that putter? Oh, there's a putter that was like yeah popular. That was I was think that this, was one of the ones that I didn't found. they have a disc called the Soul? I think they did. I don't know. Maybe let's talk about like the Souls know. of Shoes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with a. Sidewinder. Oh, oh okay. well done. What plastic? Do I? I don't really want to choose. You don't have to. You don't have to. Champion Sidewinder. Mm. I like that star side. <laughs> I found more star, but don't. I won't put a plastic for you. I don't. Don't put a plastic. I'll just go Sidewinder. I don't want to put a plastic. He's but, just claiming claiming Sidewinder. But I Sidewinder. That's I've a great. Fa- pick. I found like five Sidewinders in That's my time of playing disc golf. Honestly, honorable mentions. Can we do those? Yeah. Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah, I thought oh, about the, I, I thought definitely about would have said Val. Valkyrie. Valkyrie's a great honorable that. mention. DX Shark has been mentioned. Buzz, mm-hmm. Rock, those are great honorable mentions. Yeah. Lightning discs, I feel like. Lightning discs like, in general. I, I found like a, a lot, lot of like number of the, four uh, drivers or whatever the frick yeah. it is. Yeah. A lot of um I found a lot of MVP too. Really? I almost said it, but I couldn't put it on a specific mold. It's because yeah. that gyro always goes farther than you expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just you never are, know where to look. You always look at a hundred feet shorter than you should. Yeah, no, I really that, have found a lot. That's of it. That'll be it. We'll, be, we'll see what the, the so the voting is going to be on the Griplocked Twitter account yeah, at Griplocked. I think anybody's sure. got this one. Yeah, this is kind of just going to come down to who basically resonates with the list the most. Mm-hmm. Like if I was looking at these lists, I would be thinking about what have I found. So we'll just we're going to find out like what the people are finding these days, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> because like aside from our experience, and then I do feel like Innova's got to still be the most common thing. Probably that's still what I feel like I find the most. Yeah. I think so too. I think so too, but it's going to shift. You're also finding discs that it might have been lost two years ago. It's definitely going to shift times. though. It's, it's it's shifting quickly. It is it is shifting. It's a shifty sport. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right, let's get into some college disc golf uh, results and tournaments coming up, um, and then we have some foundation news to go over super quick, like uh, for before we go into uh, rest of this week. Um, so college disc golf, Cincinnati collegiate qualifier. Happened last weekend. Is ben Clark still on that team? Him. No, he's not. But the <laughs> University for him I've, I've ever seen. of Cincinnati did take it down by 10 strokes. Who were they playing? Over Purdue and the University of Illinois. They both tied for second. 
the Boilermakers. Um, this upcoming weekend, I couldn't find a ton of information on these events, but we have the Mid-South Collegiate Open going down. Mid-South. The Flamethrower Classic and the Northeast slash Mid-Atlantic Qualifier all going down this upcoming weekend. Um, one note to make for the Flamethrower Classic is the two best players from Liberty, Justin Rozak and Steph Curry, have both notified me that they are playing in the Pro Tour, or in the, not Pro Tour, the Blue Ridge Tour finale. Which is happening Saturday, the same day as the flamethrower. Dirty play by which by means from foundation disc golf. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting because Liberty would have been the head and shoulder favorite going into that tournament. Oh yeah. I now would. it's gonna be an interesting fight to see because I, I know also, Virginia Tech and a few other teams are showing up there. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Liberty I would also can still like to on. release a quote from a, a certain Liberty player who will go unnamed but maybe related to me. Small stop. These are real. These are real quotes. Uh, from last night, 9.39 p.m. I have figured out my putting. I'm stone cold. Serious, dude. This weekend about to be cake. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, I mean, I'm, you can hold that him to that or not, but like you can, if you want to check out the. After uh, hearing that, I take everything back. Cake. Liberty is winning cake. by 50. Liberty, what team is he on? I don't know. Liberty, he's on Liberty. Oh, yeah. B- oh, I don't know. I don't know what like squad. Liberty B team taking it down by fifteen strokes. Might be on the. I don't know who's on. He the might have to slide on the eighteen because Rozak yeah. and, and Courier. I don't going. know who their reserves are. Yeah, I felt well. We set the date for the Blue Ridge Tour finale in February. February third is when it was officially posted to the public. So the Liberty coach texted me and was like, "Hey, this Blue Ridge Tour finale really caused me some struggle. This is like two days going to like. Well, I'm sorry." But like for Rozak, it makes sense because he has a shot at winning like two for grand. Both of them, they can they can both win like. Curry could of win dollars. a few hundred bucks, but if you don't show up, he's still getting probably like hundred and seventy bucks. Yeah. If he didn't show up, yeah. if he does show up, he might win two or three hundred bucks. So I mean, it sounds, is what it is. The Flamethrower Classic, though, me. it's it's going to be interesting to see if Liberty can still hold on and win. They might already be qualified for nationals. Not one hundred percent positive on that. But then the Mid South Collegiate Open. Not sure which teams are showing up there. And the Northeast Mid Atlantic Qualifier will be sure to keep you up to date on that next week as we wrap up college, college disc golf. Another thing to note, this week, go, it's actually probably already live, uh, we're bringing a new podcast to you. It was our Patreon-only podcast, the Bogey Bros Banter. Um, I added an S because it makes more sense. Okay, Bogey Bro Banter is what it used to be called. Now it's Bogey Bros Banter because we're sophisticated like that, but we didn't, I didn't put an apostrophe because I'm not that sophisticated. Uh, Bogey Bros Banter, none of that matters, <laughs> is now going live to the public and we very have a, fun podcast. It's a very, very fun, fun podcast. That's why we took it there. And we have a podcast for Patreon only still that I think the Patreons are actually going to enjoy more, which is a live stream. It's going to be called Lunch Break. It's going to have more employees on, more people kind of cycling through. And we're going to go in live every Friday, I believe starting this Friday. So starting tomorrow uh, around, I think around 12 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and it's going to be a more laid back format. We'll in, engage with the chat some. So that way... I think that is more of a format that'll work better for our Patreons. I think you guys will really enjoy that. If you're not a Patreon, uh, five bucks a month gets you access to all the previous Bogey Bro Banters and then the future lunch breaks as well as one exclusive video per month. Um, And you can kind of get in the chat and engage. And if you're just uh, listening now, Bogey Bros Banter, check it out. I believe it's it's dropping on Thursday this week and all future weeks. Grip Lock starting next week. Big news. Wednesday. Wednesday drops. Boom. We're a Wednesday show now. That way, we shoot in the morning on Wednesday. We release in the afternoon. And it's We're not. really narrowing that time gap that people can announce stuff and us not know about it before we release. Yeah, because it happens every time. Yeah, so we're really narrowing it down. Um, so Grip Locked is going to be coming out on Wednesday. We are now a Wednesday podcast starting next week. It's a day early. 
We're going to get you through the middle of the week. Yeah, we get you through the middle of the week. We can also... Hump day. Hump it day. also makes sure that we never are going to be talking about a tournament that's already going on. There's a lot of benefits to it. A lot of benefits. We're going to be as close to a live show as we can be without being a live show. So, I mean, mm-hmm. take that for what it's worth. But, I I mean, check out the first episode of Bogey Bro Banter. We're about to film it right now. Brody's about to walk in any second. He's actually running late. Um, and as Ooh. soon as he pops in, Bogey Bro's Banter, live. Same time, same place next week. Don't know why I said that. That's not a sign-off. That's for debate night. See you in the next one.